recording. Three, two, uh. one. <laughs> what was that? I was holding my phone in my hands. <laughs> I had to throw it. You're saying that clap was on time then. It actually was. I managed to do it, but... <laughs> okay. Holy shit. That was so... <laughs> Your Adelaide Years and Tax. I'm the you managed to get some earbuds. Welcome, folks, to the Wonder Years. For all your animorphs rewatching and eventual rereading needs, I'm Lulu. And I'm Paul Blart, 90s mall cop. Uh, Seda, me. That's what it says on my name tag when I'm doing my guarding of the mall. Don't you take anything from Delia's. Get out of there. You have to pay for that BFF necklace. You cannot shoplift those scrunchies from Claire's, even if they even if they are going for five cents per scrunchie. Ma'am, I noticed all of the sparkles spilling out of your cargo pants. Please empty them. <laughs> I, you just you just have loose smoothie in your pockets. Please go put it back in the orange Julius machine. <laughs> I could hear you sloshing from across the food court. You're leaving a trail, and frankly, it's disruptive. The scent is not great either. <laughs> Who even gets those berries anymore? I noticed that one of your pockets, I think was mistakenly, you meant for it to be a smoothie pocket, but then you did put some New York fries poutine in there. I don't even think you'll like that. <laughs> Wait, let me taste it before I take it into evidence. Oh shit, you just invented a new thing? You just invented a new food. Never mind. I'm not going to arrest you. I'm going to quit my job and we're going to open a restaurant together. And that was how Smoke's Poutinery was formed. And that's how Smoke's Poutinery was formed. It's a beautiful love story. <laughs> how you doing, Seda? I'm good. I'm doing pretty good, I think. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about this episode? I, I like, because the video we pulled up, like, it had like a 40-minute runtime, and I checked with other videos, and all of them had like 40, 45-minute runtimes. And I was like, I guess this is just a two-parter slapped into one episode. And so I was kind of like gearing up for like the long haul. And then it kind of just ended. Yeah, that's that's really how I was feeling too. Like, the credits rolled and I was like, oh, two-parter. But then we sort of scrubbed forward in the video and it was absolutely just the same episode twice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely feeling kind of like I missed a stair. Like, you know, I missed the last stair trying to come yeah. down, walk down the the this Animorphs episode. What? <laughs> I think I get you. Yeah. You missed a step in the morphing on the book of on the cover of the book. So you just went from like halfway there to a hundred percent in one image. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. Ugh, we didn't get any bad morph visuals this episode, unless you count someone's hand morphing into someone else's hand and also morphing a watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm. It's beginning to show that they really, really kind of front loaded the um, special effects budget, special effects <laughs> to sort of lure people in, and now there's a lot of. Um, we come in on scenes where people have already morphed or in the case of Rachel morphing in a bathroom stall at one point, we get this slow push in on her face and she sort of opens her eyes really wide 
and then we zoom out, like, and then we just cut to outside of the bathroom stall, and it's like, you come on. You know that that, that raises a question. Uh, I apologize if it was just because I wasn't paying attention enough, but um, how how do we see Rachel get out of the sharing? We don't. Yeah, because the, uh, the last point. the last we see of her is her laying on a table and getting uh, like it looks like she gets smushed by some like fourteen year old who has a who has like a high level yerk in her head. Yeah. Yeah, they they set up a cliffhanger. Well, maybe we should we should get to it organically, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. But like, the, okay, yeah. So this episode opens with Marco and Jake in a cyber cafe, which we haven't seen one of those in a while. Not not stateside at least. I know they're all over like you know. I know they're all over like Japan and Korea and stuff like that. But like in yeah. in the states, you really don't cyber cafes aren't much a thing anymore. I used to see ads for them on TV occasionally. And I was like, oh, I want to go there. I want to play World of Warcraft in two thousand and four. <laughs> oh hell yeah! And I'm probably gonna I'm you know I'm probably you know just thinking about it. I want to look at a butt, so I'm just gonna be, make a girl character. And this <laughs> is not this is not fulfilling any sort of fantasy of mine I've ever had. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I think that, I believe I've mentioned on this podcast, the arcade in my hometown that got shut down for cocaine dealing. I do have not mentioned Oh, oh yeah, okay. Well, Unless you did it on the first episode, in which case I will take this I will take this story again. Yeah, okay. Well, there was a, an arcade in my hometown that I would kind of, I would hang out at quite a bit with like my friends. We'd play like, you know, fucking Street Fighter or whatever. Um, no, it was Soul Calibur. Whatever Soul Calibur it was. Played a lot of Soul Calibur and DDR. Anyway, um, I was always really confused because our parents were always very, like, weird about us going there. And we were like, it's an arcade. Like, can you chill? But then, like, a little while after I kind of aged out of it, it did get shut down for cocaine trafficking. Um, so in retrospect, fair... But, yeah, yeah, I think that shortly, I think that the next business that it was was actually a cyber cafe, which did get shut down. I don't know if drugs were involved, but... Yeah, there was, um, there, there was a, there was a local carnival that used to set up shop every year for like two weeks, and then about six years ago, someone got stabbed at it, and we haven't seen it back since. Oh, one stabbing shut down a carnival? Yeah, it really is a shame. Fucking millennials... They're so fucking just to, can't to be, can't handle anything. To be fair, that carnival did kind of suck ass. Sure. <laughs> they like they gave they sold lemonade that was uh, a cup that was not, like eighty percent full of ice, and then they just had like lemons floating in water, and that was what their lemonade was. The stabbing honestly just happened because they needed something to do. It was so boring. <laughs> It's like that scene in Night in the Woods where you can play a knife fight with Greg. It just got like too. It just got like a little bit too real. <laughs> I think that was one of the first Lemon Demon songs that I super fell in love with. Was what stabbed in a carnival parking lot? Exactly. Sorry, st- stabbed in a, stabbed in a parking lot carnival because this was a carnival that was set up in a mall parking lot. Parking lot carnival is a fucking good turn of phrase. I really oh like God. that. There is absolutely going to be a Mountain Goat song, but before you or I perish. That is called Stabbed in a Parking Lot Carnival. God, I hope so. I hope there is money. <laughs> and this is uh, this is Stabbed in a Parking Lot Carnival 2, uh, the sequel. <laughs> Perfect. It's the new Alpha series. Yeah, and it's, it's that's the full title. Like, Stabbed in a Carnival Par- Stabbed in a Parking Lot Carnival Part 2, the sequel. That's the whole title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's just the only song that, like, with Heel Turn 2, where there's no Heel Turn 1. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe there is, but it's only been performed live. 
Oh, is there a heel turn one? I don't know the deep. I don't know the deep mountain goats lore. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I think so. I I might be thinking of uh, one of the other sequels. There are some of them that like only the the sequel or follow up has been actually like done in studio, um, and yeah. some have been live, but. Yeah, so 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 on the next on um on Goths three the, the there was Goths and now there will be Goths three we can expect to hear you were too cool. Aw, I'd like that. <laughs> I would too, actually. <laughs> I can't th- I can't think about you were cool too much or else I just kind of want to cry. Yeah, no, I understand. I um I I had never heard the song before. My I think I I don't remember how I yeah at my first ever Mountain Goats show he played it. Um, and I'd never heard it before. Oh, oh, yeah. I was also, yeah, it was a lot. I was also lucky enough to hear, he played Going to Georgia at my first show, and he stopped playing it, like, that year. Um, so I'm really happy about that, because I didn't, yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. So, um, this is our Mountain Goats podcast. Yep, I only morph into the Mountain Goats. Yeah. Jake, we need to climb. We need to get up this mountain to stop Visor Three from blowing up the entirety of our town. Censored. But there's <laughs> the only way up is this pathway, and it's really steep. <laughs> they like they like find a wounded mountain goat like at, at the bottom of the cliff, and they're like, we have to use this thing to get up. And then Cassie's like, no, we can't leave it here. It's dying. All right, this is good. This is some good fan fiction. <laughs> this is my Mountain Goats Animorphs crossover where John Darnielle, uh, you know. I think it would just be that Visor 3, like, like the, the Andalite body gets killed and then Visor 3 has to, like, absorb a popular musician. I would um, not read that because it would make me really sad. <laughs> yeah, it would. Why because, the, why, because the Andalite body got killed or because John Darnell was a, is a, is a year? Both. I can't, like, emotionally handle, <laughs> handle the, the, that thought. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, we got about two, episodes, two seconds into the episode, but um, Jake and Marco are in a cyber cafe, and they're arguing about whether something is... Is it latex or silicon? Uh, no, it's, it's um, nylon or fiberglass. Nylon or fiberglass? That yeah. um. See, I think they're talking about sports equipment, and you went right to sex toys. I did not go right to sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> you turd! <laughs> you absolute fucker! <laughs> You're like, hmm. What are what are some things that stuff is made out of? Oh, I know. <laughs> Silicone. This is completely untrue. This is completely untrue. Blasphemy. <laughs> And yet completely 100% believable. <laughs> yeah, I don't even fully... I didn't, like, fully grok what they were talking about. I, I, I assumed it was, like, computer stuff. Yeah, I thought that it was something to do with skateboarding, but that might just be, like, I see two teen boys in a 90s sitcom or a 90s show talk about something, and I'm like, skateboarding? So <laughs> I don't know how true Sorry, that I, is. One, one, one more game. It was nylon and what? Uh, fiberglass. That should be easily distinguishable, right? Yeah, like... that's, I was really, cause they, they had a real solid, probably good 10 seconds of them just saying nylon, fiberglass, nylon, fiberglass. Back I and got forth. it right here, it's nylon. And I was like, those are, those are different things, my friends. They were looking on a, an online catalog, so they didn't actually have it with them, but that's still, like, 
they're very different. <laughs> they're just very different. They are, they are extremely different. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So they uh, then someone like something takes over all the computers and sends a visual to like everyone in the cat in the cafe, right? Like everyone gets this weird visual. Everyone, it's here's the thing: it is presented as a visual, but it is absolutely acted upon as if it's an email notification. <laughs> so is. it's like the Google engineer sat down and they were like, "Yo, what if Gmail were vaporwave aesthetic?" <laughs> And also just made no fucking sense. I guess that's yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, a message pops up on all of their computers, I believe, that says you have an email from, and then in all caps, Andalite. <laughs> okay. And the, the email just says, we will give the disc back for and Andalite. Yeah. And it's like, there's like spinning text on the screen and like word art. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's incredible. It's just full, like when you had to write a paper in fourth grade, but instead you just kept playing with the word perfect text art. Oh man, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I just said you had to write a paper in fourth grade. I think I meant like a book report, but that was a little bit formal. I mean, I was writing essays in fourth grade. I guess. It's just calling it a paper seems a bit pretentious. Yeah, definitely. Sorry about the dog barking in the background. He's very excited. Speaking of dogs, Homer is there. We get some good shots of Homer. Yeah, he just seems to kind of go wherever the kids go, which yeah, is cool. Because then Tom shows up and Marco like clicks away from the weird email that everyone got. Yeah. <laughs> and... um. Uh, he's, and Mark, and, uh, Jake is like, hey, Tom, wanna play some games? And Tom is like, nah, I got better things to do, you fucking babies. I got better things to do. And, um, oh wait, this is the first time we actually hear the theme song, like, in the show. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the yeah. other time it just skipped straight to the, like, it just went straight to the actual, like, episode, episode. Yeah, I think that we've been hopping around a couple different, um... Uploaders? Uploaders, yeah. So, yeah. we're probably getting slightly different versions of the show every single time we watch an episode, but... Well, this one had a... This, yeah. well, I mean, this one had a cold open, which implies that that's how the rest of the series is. Sure, yeah, true. And, like, the, um, all the credits were, like, over, like, the actual things happening in the other episodes. Anyways... So they, we get the credits, and then Tom shows up and is like, hey guys, what's going on? I have better things to do than talk to you losers, even though I'm the one who initiated the conversation. Homer, what are you doing in this arcade? Come on, boy. Bye. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's, like that, it's like that scene from The Room where Johnny goes into the flower shop. I think literally it was like, they were like, okay, well we want Homer to be in the cold open, but we don't want to pay for Homer to follow the kids around for the rest of the episode. So maybe Tom should just take him, question mark? And the writer's room was like, yeah, <laughs> that seems fine. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So so we, we find the episode, the title of the episode, it's On the Run. Mm-hmm. The, the, re- the really cool, the really cool breakcore song off the Pink Floyd album. That's the one. <laughs> so they decide to respond to this email. <laughs> this computer message, as they call it, when they ask, why are they trying to contact us through computer messages? Um, they respond and basically set up a vague meeting, like, yeah, meet us at the mall. Um, yeah, meet us at the mall. Yeah, like, they don't say, and, they do not specify, and there is no further clarification. The guy in the mall just knows to go to the pet store. Yeah, and we sort of cut away from them at about that point to see Rachel and Cassie who are leaving, and then it's, I believe, Rachel's friend Heather, is that her name? 
um, comes up and is like, hey, come to the sharing with me. And they end up doing it. And I just think it's <laughs> so great that in the books, the sharing is described as this like pretty cool beach bonfire. Like everyone's like throwing throw in the discs around and there's open flame and everybody's having a great time. And then the first time we actually see a meeting of the sharing in the show, it's a bunch of 14-year-olds sitting on beige couches. In, like, in a funeral home and there, there's ping yeah, pong happening. Like, like a really sad community center that has a very dedicated cleaning staff. Because it's very clean, it's just also really sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's... So there's a lot of cutting around. Do you want to just go through the entire plot of like what happens with the sharing and we can just cut, skip that for the rest of the show or for the yeah. rest of the episode? Yeah. So what happens with the sharing is that Melissa convinces Cassie and Rachel to go to the sharing and Rachel's just like, oh, fine, we'll go. They're just like hanging on the couch doing nothing and Rachel notices a door where people are going behind her and she's like, oh, what's that? And then Melissa's like, oh, that's for the VIP members. Not many of us get to go in there. She says it's pretty much the entirety of the sharing, like, files in, like, in a, in a straight line into there, except Melissa, Rachel, and Cassie. Yeah. So we get in there. Uh, Rachel goes off to morph a fly, by the way. She says, I have to go to the bathroom, and then she leaves for, like, 20 minutes. So she's got the shits real bad, apparently, if according to Melissa in this case. Yeah, that's probably exactly what she said. She just turned to Cassie and said exactly those words in that tone of voice. <laughs> Sounds like it seems like she's got the shits. Real bad. Weird detail, not to ascribe gender to not to ascribe someone's gender, but um we do very much see uh what looks like a man open the door in the bathroom where Rachel goes after she turns into a fly. Yeah, I noticed I yeah, I saw I mean, maybe, that. Maybe the, maybe the sharing maybe the sharing is more trans inclusive than we thought. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck yeah, gender neutral bathrooms in the nineties, you're fucking nailing it. Oh god. Um and then Rachel turns so Rachel turns into a fly. We hear like some bone crunching, but we don't see anything. Her vision gets shorter and then blurry and not at all segmented because they couldn't afford that, so they just kinda add some shaky cam. Yeah. <laughs> um and then she flies over to where the sharing are having their secret hideaway meeting, which is like in a kitchen. So like it's it's a if someone, like, cracked a door, they would just hear, like, the Andalites must be stopped, and we will squish them like flies. And I continue to think that no one in this show is suspicious enough of animals, which I think is very odd because in the books, they are very specifically suspicious of animals. They are always like, what the fuck, there's a cockroach over there. Like, they're so careful to keep an eye on, like, any weird living creature, but in this show, they're kind of like, oh, a fly walked into the room? Whatever, it's probably just a fly. Like, you're literally talking about how you're hunting shapeshifters, uh, currently. Did, did Rachel acquire the fly in an episode, or has this just happened off camera? I just realized that, did we see Rachel acquire the fly? Um, I... I mean, I know she does in the books, but like... Yeah, I don't think we did, and I'm... Not sure if that's just because either she acquired it and it just wasn't as, like, they didn't take the time to make it as horrific and awful as it was in the book, so it doesn't stick out in my mind, or if it actually didn't happen. Yeah, huh. Uh, Alright, so that that's basically, then, like, the, the, the leader, uh, who is, like, a 14-year-old girl, is like, and we will crush them, splats Rachel fly, yeah, like flies. Yeah, and it cuts to commercial, you know goosebumps cliffhanger style like oh did we just see rachel fucking die it yeah. turns out no but as we just as as we pointed out at the beginning of the episode 
we don't see her. We don't see how she survives. It's truly some like <laughs> some Sherlock season three shit. Where yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah, she survived. We'll never actually tell you how. Yeah, and then like she comes back out and catches like, oh, there you are. And then Rachel's like, yeah, let's go. And then that's the end of them. That that's the end of their scene. And then we go to the mall. Yeah, they go in. Uh, we see Marco sort of slinking into a pet store. And um, it's not 100% clear what he's about to do. I assumed that he was going in to, like, acquire a morph that they'd need. But then, as <laughs> I, as you so aptly put it, uh, Marco shop drops uh, Jake. Girls. Um, because he sort of goes over to a lizard tank and just puts Jake transformed into a lizard in the tank. <laughs> uh, which I really like. And I really like the phrase shop dropping for that. Um, yeah. I do have some logistical questions. Please please go on. Was that tank empty? Was it... Do they sell that exact type of lizard? What if a lizard in there had been territorial? What if it had been a different type of lizard? What if a lizard in there had been horny? Yeah. What if it had been a snake? <laughs> you know? I mean, that's a, fucking, that's a fucking fight you got there. Yeah, we don't... You know, I guess it's fine. I just, we this could have been an Animorph snuff film. Just, we see Rachel get just smooshed completely. Jake gets thrown into a mysterious cage that could be full of predators. It's, it's just a disaster. And yet somehow they survive. Yeah. No, everyone's good. It's all good. Yeah. And that's, that's the point at which we see, <laughs> um... Is this where Marco tries to acquire the guard? Yeah, Marco sort of saunters up to a security guard, and it's this amazing, it's this just lovely scene of Marco. At first, it it sort of looks like he's trying to be a distraction, but then it zooms in on their hands. Marco's, like, shaking his hand very, very enthusiastically, saying, oh, you know, you guys do such, you do such great work here at the mall. Thank you so much for your service. Um, and it zooms in on their hands, and you're like, is Marco trying to acquire a human right now? Um, this doesn't come in until later in the books. <laughs> okay. Like, way later. The only humans that we see get morphed are, um, they, everyone has to acquire Jake when he gets, uh, when they have to, when they, he has to, when they have to each pretend to be him while he is starving out the yerk in his brain. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the Obviously, Axe. Oh, yeah. Axe acquires all of them. And then Cassie um, briefly uh, pretend morphs into Rachel in the uh, one where Rachel is trying to sneeze out an alligator and has to be on a talk show at the same time. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they only do it with explicit consent. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really... And just considering how comparatively little this show has dived into any of the ethics of this in which is a stark contrast to how overwrought it is in the books overwrought sounds like a negative i think it's great um but how explicit it is in the books makes it seem very like um <laughs> oh, are we sure are we yeah sure? like yeah oh yeah like yeah. In, yeah. Any, in any case, it ends up not working. Marco goes into a bathroom stall to try and morph into the guard, and we see he gets his, a watch. Yeah, he see we see his hand flicker, and 
we the two of us had a had a mild debate for <laughs> a, po- a couple actually, minutes about whether uh, I the mean, guards. You're kind of, you're kind of downplaying it. Say that it was a podcast ending debate. This, this, we we watched the episode a week ago. It was only two days ago that we decided to get back together and actually yeah. do the podcast. And it's it's only because of the contracts we've signed. Honestly, our personal relationship is unfortunately unsalvageable. Um, yeah, I fucking hate. I can't even finish that sentence. I love you too much. Oh, I would have been. I would have like known it was a joke, but still been really sad. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> I love you too. Um, Thank you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he, d- he tries to do that. It doesn't work. And then Jake is, like, stuck in the tank. And he's like, Marco, Marco, help, help, mm-hmm. help. And, I mean, like, the thing is, even if Marco had got that to work, he would have had to walk straight past the rent-a-cop to, like, get back to the pet store. Yeah. So, like, there would have just been, like, twinsies. Haha. Do you know, every, they say you've got five doppelgangers out in the world. I guess you're one of them. You're also wearing the exact same clothes as me. I guess you're ready to marry Barney, Barney Simpson now. Whoa. <laughs> you Whoa. okay there, Sina? <laughs> how, how many syllables are in that <laughs> last name again? <laughs> and that's how I met your controller. Some how I met your mother crossover. Oh man, I bet there's some of that on fanfiction.net. They're fucking all controllers. <laughs> Just you know, that, real that actually, that actually piece make... of shit drama controllers. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother was a bad show. It's a bad show, and I refuse to talk about it anymore. We see a buff ass <laughs> controller in like a very tight shirt striding through the mall. He looks like someone who would try to sell you, like, a VHS tape of exercises. Like, before P90X and everything came out, like, he would be on a VHS try- trying to sell you, or trying to sell you a VHS tape where he tells you how to get fit in 30 days, you fat piece of shit. He looks like he carries around extra bottles of supplements to parties so that he can recommend <laughs> them to you. <laughs> oh, sick, par- sick party, bro. I took a big, I took a big rip off the stinky weed upstairs. That was totally, that was totally sweet weed, dude. Hey, by the way, have you heard of G Fuel? <laughs> it's got, it's the G is for all the grains in it, dude. Wow, this weed's got me talky and wacky and I'm kind of thirsty. I'm going to drink, th- I'm going to mix this G Fuel with some water, drink it down, slurp, slurp. I'm going to have all the protein I need to party and also do some exercising. Watch how many push-ups I can do <laughs> on this dirty kitchen floor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just picturing this guy like trying to do a fucking chin-up in like a student housing situation that 15 people share four rooms in and like knocking over a bong and just nobody ever cleans that carpet. So it's just kind of like there for the next 30 years. <laughs> the fabled bong water of beef McLarge chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gets into a fight with a bird. <laughs> Just like to... Like, like, a, like a verbal fight. Yeah, he like argues with the bird because Jake is in there like trying to play like, here, ta- I'm the bird. Take the bird. I will go quietly. And yeah. the bird doesn't go so quietly because Jake is the lizard. Did you remember? Did you forget? Did you forget? Um, and so he gets into an argument with the bird, and there's some really nice back and forth dialogue <laughs> between him and the the, the pet store. And he's like, "I want the bird." And the guy's like, "Bird's not for sale." And he's like, "I want the bird. Bird's not for sale. I want the bird. Bird's not for sale. Your ass is fucked up, and I'm gonna replace it." <laughs> 
Yeah. And That's Marco cool. sort of slinks back into the pet store, and Jake's like, why aren't you a security guard? And Marco just says it doesn't work. It didn't work. Oh, there's also... Why very, didn't it work, by the way? I like, have why? no idea, because... When he's trying to transform, first of all, obviously it isn't going well, but also he keeps saying, ow. Yeah, there's like some serious crunchage, which like the the, 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 the Escafil device, like technology is supposed to make it so the crunching does not hurt. They explicitly cover that in the show. Yeah, yeah. So something's and wrong. He says, maybe, maybe Marco's allergic to the cup. Who, who is it? You know? Nice. I mean, I don't love security guards in with cops. They're, like, not quite as bad. But, yes, agreed. <laughs> I keep calling him a cop. He's not a cop. He's just working... He's just working in... Uh, he's just working in... Um, What's the word? What's, the What's like, the, the really, like... The really, like, uh, the, the euphemism for security guard that everyone uses? Um... Like asset protection or something like that. Oh sure, yeah. I I can't think of anything because my brain just keeps screaming screaming Asgab. What? Oh, all security guards are best. All recab, all rent a cops are bastard. <laughs> my dog is very excited. Please forgive him. That's okay. He just agrees with me. Okay. Uh, so the, he he manages to scoop Marco out and then. Uh, they go on a weird chase, I guess, because the security guard catches Marco, li- like, lifting the lizard. Uh-huh. And then he's like, give me the lizard. And Marco's like, okay, here you go. And then Jake bites him, and then they run away, and there's they a chase scene. Yeah. Which, I mean, speaking from experience, like, their their jaws are kind of strong, but not enough to cause you to, like, ow. It would be like, oh. It would, like, you ever, like, kind of, you ever put your finger in a clothespin? Yeah. Yeah, like it feels, it would probably feel a little bit like that, like a little bit more pressure, more pressure than that. Not enough to make you snap back and go like, "Ow!" Yeah, especially he's a, a tiny little lizard, like, and a, also just a little baby. A lizard that they obviously thought was safe enough to be handled by high school students because remember he acquired him as part of a science project that they were doing in class, like as like lab work. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 sort of thrown away in a brief sort of expository dialogue, but the disc, which the controller had brought to them and then they'd, they'd scooped up. It was it Marco had, Oh, because they do a, they do a sort of morph switch where Marco turns into a rat and Jake turns back into a human and puts Marco in his pocket and Marco has hidden the disc with some trash. Like, Clearly with just pure garbage. Just like, it's just like sitting out in free. He doesn't like leave it in the trash bin. No. He just like puts it out there and also like Jake demorphs, Marco Marco morphs into a rat and then demorphs all in public, which is totally fine. Yeah, like outside of a like K's jeweler. (laughs) It's just like, okay. Please, they can't afford a K's jeweler in that mall. No, I just don't know any um, other jewelry stores. (laughs) I mean, you have to get to a really high level before you can get to K's. Like, K is really high. Like, at the very best, they've got Double D's jeweler. Is that a jeweler? <laughs> no, say that. It's a oh, bra it's size joke. joke. Okay. No, it's a, it's a bra size joke. Oh. I don't know why I said high level, but... Well, I went to Alphabet Joke. <laughs> to Alphabet Joke. I, I think I started with Alphabet Joke, and then I transitioned to Double D's joke.
great. We're all on the same level here, and that's why our banter is so tight. Um, in any case, a janitor throws the disc in the garbage, and <laughs> they have to dig around in a dumpster. Um, there's some pretty good Marco-Jake banter while Marco is digging around in the dumpster. They're just sort of sniping at each other, um, where Marco's like, whose idea was this? And Jake says, it's your idea. And Marco said, oh, well, why did you let me do it? And Jake says, I don't know. I guess I'm an idiot because I let you make a plan. And it's like, aww. You, you kids, you keep me yeah. young. And then Marco gets carted off in the dump truck because Jake goes off to get some orange Julius. Yeah, Jake's like, hold up, bro. I need a fucking burrito and a smoothie. <laughs> I'm going to leave you in this dumpster. And immediately he gets thrown into a trash yeah. And then Jake has to chase it down. He turns into Homer. He runs it down. They get the disc. And then Cat- then Rachel's like, wait a minute. This isn't the disc. This is a paperweight. But it's also heavy. It's a tracking device. And then some big bad some big baddies come into there. And the, the kids have already, poof, like, they-, they vanish in a puff of smoke. Uh, and then they run around the they run around the 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 mall and apparently they steal a cardboard cutout of some horror movie monster at some point and jam the, the fake disc into it uh-huh. and then put that thing in an elevator and make it go up and down and up and down and up and down and make and confuse the years. Yeah. And then the door opens and it's there and there and the controls are just like, well, fooey. And they're like, yeah. they're just like, <laughs> they're just like, they're they're just like walking around with like a price gun with a triangle on the top of it, which like, you can just walk around with a gun in the 1990s in this, in the malls. Like you can just do that. Yeah. They're, it's, it's very weird <laughs> to watch and to experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then the gang sort of reunites, um, they, there's a scene where Cassie and Rachel kind of call Jake and Marco out for obviously being in love, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. By saying, you know, oh, you two, you two, you just need to say two words and you've got a plan. Going. I'm yours. And Jake and Marco are like, it's a, it's a guy thing. <laughs> and the two, the two words were escalator, elevator. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. And as we zoom out from them, we see a hawk um, watching them from the distance. As it was confirmed at the beginning of episode that no one has heard from Tobias since the Yerk Pool. And we see a hawk sort of sitting on top of a fence, staring after them. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And he does say, hey, I heard that. Like, like he's offended at something they said. Yeah. And, like, the the closing voiceover is, like... Well, Marco's like, uh, well, I was right, so don't don't worry about it. Like, I was right, and Jake was wrong, but you gotta let him. You gotta let him win sometimes. Ba da ba ba da ba. Yeah, and then I got really startled because Angelica from Rugrats started doing a promo over the credits, and I was like, what fucking Animorphs character <laughs> has this voice? Oh no, is this Axe? <laughs> oh God, what if that was Axe? That would be a nightmare. Anyways, that's the episode. How you feeling? Um, it's getting so different in some very bizarre ways from the books. Like, it's diverging mm-hmm. in ways that are kind of making me more and more nervous about the world building. Yeah. <laughs> um... Because, you know, I mean, of course, Capelgate had a couple missteps at the beginning of the books, and she sort of... Righted those. Retroactively applied, 
applied some rules and that kind mm-hmm. of thing, but that's going to happen in a long-running series. In this one, it really feels like they're playing fast and loose and making up their own rules in a way that I think will probably ultimately just be detrimental to the quality. Mm-hmm. But I'm remaining optimistic. I think that I'm more optimistic about this entire kind of experience than you are. I mean, I'm optimistic, but in like a negative way. Like, I'm really excited to see the like the depths that to this that which that which this show can dive down to. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, we got some. We had a couple of questions. Um, some of them seem like references to things I don't think either of us know. So I'm gonna skip over those. But there, we have a handful of them otherwise. So, what's the best lizard to morph from at what is cosplay? There is a correct answer, by the way. And I I don't know if this is the correct answer, but I know my answer is a Komodo dragon. Ooh. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. See, it's hard. I'm trying to think of that, but honestly, I'm just thinking of lizards that I would want to touch, which... You need to do in order to morph know. them. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved chameleons. Um... And they're sort of the anamorphs of lizards, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that our episode Stupid. title? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, uh, which anamorph is who in this scene from Community? And it's the, the scene from Community when Troy walks into the, the, the apartment and everything's burning. <laughs> sure. So I think, I think Troy is Jake, definitely. That's, that's where I was, yeah. Um, Joel yeah. McHale is probably Marco, like, swinging around his pants wildly with that, with, that are on fire. Yeah, kind of, like, trying, but ultimately ineffective. Yeah, Pierce dying in the corner is, I think that's Marco. Or no, I already said yeah. Marco, Tobias. That's Tobias yeah. dying in the corner. No, no, that's not Tobias. Tobias is one of the people who is helping, uh, uh, it's, 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 no, you know what? I think Tobias is Jeff. Tobias has the pants. He's, you know, yeah. trying his hardest, but there's really very little that he can do. That's fair. Um, uh, and, and then... Marco probably is Pierce, just kind of... <laughs> writhing. <laughs> dying on yeah. the floor. And then, and then, Br- and then uh, Axe is Britta, like, off in the kitchen, just not knowing what's going on. Yeah, really focused on the food. Yeah. And then uh, Yvette Nicole Brown and uh, the other actress whose name I completely forgot... Alice and Brie. Thank you. They those are both uh, Ca- Cassie and Rachel. Yeah, yeah. I think that pretty much all follows. Yeah. <laughs> and then then Abed is uh, Eric. <laughs> the Chi. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. This this is kind of a follow up on a question that uh, the fact that uh, both Brooke Nevin and Sean Ashmore are in the twenty thirteen no twenty fifteen video game Quantum Break. Okay. The, the the you know Jake and Rachel's actors are both in the video game Quantum Break. Yeah. Which I think is very funny. Um, uh, would Rachel shoot a man in the eye? I, I don't think... I mean, probably? Yes, absolutely. Under the right circumstances, certainly. Yeah. Uh, is Jake the type of person to go through hell to save someone from predestined death? Absolutely. Yeah, he's got that hero thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, chunk Morph when? Listen, buddy, as soon as we can find the fucking tech. Literally, the moment it's available to us, yeah. I'm booking a flight. Yeah. Oh, you got to get down here, get some, uh... Are you a vegetarian? Yeah. We got veg... Okay, I was going to say you need to get the garbage plate. We have vegetarian garbage plates. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm... I, I want to at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. We... Oh, we are going to get to hang out in person and record a live episode. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so excited. I literally keep 
randomly remembering. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I, I I'm gonna be going to EGLX, the uh, Electronic Gaming Land X. I don't really know what it stands for, but it's in Toronto, and Seda lives nearby Toronto. Yeah. What like two hour train ride? Yeah, there's a bus and a train, but it's really easy. Yeah. Um, actually, I gotta ask you how much that costs because uh, I mean I I need to find a place to, I need to find a place to stay. I, I found a hotel, but it's it's. Anyways, I digress. Sure. Um, and so Seda's gonna come visit. We're gonna record a live episode of the Wonder Yerks. I'm so excited. It so it's the, also the, like the episode that week's probably gonna be a couple of days late, just to make up for the fact. Well, I I do roll in on Thursday. Is the thing. Yeah, we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that all out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really exciting though. I'm really yeah, pumped. I'm so pumped. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be live and uh, um. Oh, I would actually like to shout out, last week um, we asked for questions and uh, Andy Andy put in a question that I thought was really good that we'd already recorded, unfortunately. Yeah, so I'm just going um, to roll back. Yeah, they they asked, uh, did anybody smoke weed on set? Can an anamorph smoke weed while morphed or will they die? Can Andalite smoke a doobie? Um, <laughs> I would just like to say, I'm not sure about the first two questions, but I actually thought a lot about Andalites um, consuming marijuana. They vape it? They va- wait, no. No, Andalites no, canonically they, eat They canonically eat grass through hooves. So yeah, and I you know Axe is canonically eating that grass through his hooves. Fuck yeah. I think that if you threw a bit of weed, just sort of sprinkled it like catnip on the ground and let Axe sort of like tap it out on there. Oh my god, he's just galloping through a field jo- like jolly as can be and also getting higher by the minute. Exactly. It's beautiful and it's exactly what recreational drug use should look like symbolically. I think it's great. And I just really want to, th- <laughs> I really want to thank them for putting that image so solidly in my mind for literally the past week. Yeah. Do you think that they might not be like? I don't think that they would die if they smoked weed while they morphed, but you know, animals shouldn't smoke weed. Not yeah, to be definitely. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't blow weed smoke in your dog's face. Yeah, no, that fucking sucks. Uh, and that's going to do it for this episode of The Wonder Yerks. Um, uh, as always, you can find us at The Wonder Yerks on Twitter or thewonderyerks at gmail.com. You can leave us a rating or review on iTunes, and we'll read it out on the show. If you want to support us, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Uh, just $1 a month gets you early access to the episodes. And, um, uh, you know, more mon- more dollars a month lets you do a message on the show, and we haven't had one of those in a while, so, you know, go ahead. Um... Uh, what else? Um, I can be found at Chie Shadonaka on Twitter or chiesatonaka.tumblr.com. And I can also be found on my other podcasts, Fear Baiting and The Wonder... And, nope, this is The Wonder Years. Uh, Fear Baiting and, um, and, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which I'm recording an episode of later tonight. Great. Which I'm excited about. That's great. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can be found on Twitter at Nudity with an E-A instead of a Y. And you can find a bunch of music and stuff that I do on Bandcamp for Pay What You Want at peopleyoumeetoutsideofbars.bandcamp.com. I'm also, you can stream it on Google Play now. Um, It's good music is the thing. I've been throwing a bunch of my stuff up on Google Play, so you can like stream it and whatever. Um, And I'm going to have a new album out in about two weeks because there's a, a... record a producer record in a month challenge that the uh, local radio station puts on nice and i'm participating in that so there's there's content content a coming 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Wonder Yerks. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, until then, I'm Lulu. I'm Seda. And remember... Keep your hand on the escrow device.